0: Hey everybody, Spartan Hours here, your host Red Vine, joined of course with my famous host J.C. Mignot. How are you doing J.C. today?
1: I'm doing alright, I just, why do you keep saying famous? Is it because I've done six podcasts now? Is that, <laughs> I'm a pretty big deal? It's seven now, isn't it? Yeah, I think seven it's seven. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. becoming a pretty big deal I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Yeah. Hey, how's
0: uh, how's things going up there where you are?
1: uh well uh well the weather's nice uh, a little bit cloudy today but uh i can't complain i'm loving it when it rains and then the sun you have to cut your lawn a lot more so i guess that's my only thing i can complain about today
0: right on yeah no i threw a bunch of seed down so it's all coming in nice now mm-hmm.
1: in nice now yeah the backyard's uh is starting to fill up with some nice grass hey listen let's do a shout out to our sponsors you take the lead For sure. So uh, Spartan Wellness, uh, for all your medical cannabis uh, needs, visit spartanwellness.ca. And if you're a veteran uh, transitioning uh, out of the military and you're having trouble finding a doctor, uh, we can help you with transitional medicine as well. Uh, You can uh, find more at uh, www.spartanwellness.ca.
0: Nice. And I got to do the shout out to the Garen Angel family, Magical Butter. Mm-hmm. Great device, uh, MagicalButter.com or Magical.com. Like I said, they've done some rebranding, but uh, great device. I use it. Actually, our guest today, he's very familiar with it as well. And it's an amazing device to help you infuse uh, different uh, solvents like butter, tincture, oils uh, with herb, but especially your medical cannabis. So you can really uh, make some beautiful stuff, uh, take the butter, cook with it, uh, make great, Mm-hmm. Edible, oh products, so magicalbutter.com, amazing uh, amazing device, uh, fits right there in your kitchen too, so it's it, it just fits right in, so you know what, check it out, uh, they've also launched their uh, hemp derived uh, CBD line, uh, I've tried it personally, fantastic product, uh, make sure you check it out, magicalbutter.com, and uh, golf.
1: Yes, Emeritus Golf, uh, it, it, emeritusgolf.ca, it's a competitive golf tour for vets, Soldiers, RCMP, first responders, and their families. And that also is a non-for-profit organization, vet run.
0: Yeah. Fantastic time, actually. You and I had a chance to play there the first tournament. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Are you playing this weekend coming up?
0: I got you know what? I I I made the mistake of playing well in the first tournament. So I gotta defend now, right? I'm I'm yeah. in that point leader
1: topics you know so yeah i think so. you're <laughs> you're number two why don't you just stop while you're ahead and you'll keep the point <laughs> I should, eh?
0: yeah. what i'll do is i'll go have a bad round and then there's no expectations right yeah, and it's yeah. easy after that and uh like i said club link is is involved as well so they've they're hosting some events but uh check it out CA, mm-hmm. and uh it's really worth it and don't forget you can bring your kids out too because they've got a junior side of the things as well For sure. uh our favorite
1: Chef, yep, uh, Chef Cody Lindsay, Red Seal Chef, the Wellness Soldier. <laughs> He's uh check him out. You know what? Go learn. Uh,
0: he'll show you how to infuse foods with cannabis. Uh, he he goes over the numbers. So You learn how to actually infuse and titrate and all that kind of stuff. And you know, like I said, the guest today. Uh, he'll be able to even go more into it as well because he's one of one of the most experienced cannabis uh, educators I know. So uh, listen, That's uh, the wellness it's-
1: soldier dot uh, com. Oh, by yeah. the way, yeah, yeah, the wellness dot com.
0: I'm sorry, Cody. I shouldn't have done that. I wasn't it. paying attention.
1: Sure. That's my mistake.
0: But, you know, JC, he's good at getting me back online. <laughs> That's why I say famous JC. Right? That. That's he's famous but yeah (laughs) the wellness soldier.com chef cody Lindsay, check it out uh great stuff on there hey listen everybody we're going to be back in a second we're really excited to introduce our our guest today he's uh he's a well-accomplished uh veteran uh soldier as well as he's a huge advocate and educator in the cannabis space here in canada so we'll be right back in one second just after this quick uh quick message Spartan Hour, brought to you by Spartan Wellness. Are you interested in learning about medical cannabis and how it can help you and incorporate in your healthy lifestyle? Contact us at www.spartanwellness.ca or you give us a call at 1-877-219-1255. You can also email us at info at spartanwellness.ca. Check out our website www.spartanwellness.ca to learn more about medical cannabis and our services. Thank you. Hey, everybody. We're back. Spartan Hour. Riyad Vaughn, your host, going with JC Mignot and our guest. Our guest. Should we do a drum roll?
2: That oh. was working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: i am having, it. I'll have I'll have it. No, our guest here, Bryce Hooper, Mass Corporate Retired, MSC Operator, 11 years, Three tours in the Canadian Armed Forces. He's the co-creator, brand builder of the Herb Clinics, a.k.a. Mr. Hooper, cannabis educator, public speaker, Canadian Armed Forces veteran. Man, Bryce, welcome to the show. A lot of handles, man. Man. A lot of handles.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Thanks to be here, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Hey hey how's uh, how's things going out there in the west coast or west west middle I guess we call it
2: no yeah alberta yeah it, it's beautiful man spring has definitely sprung out here it's uh it's blue skies and a little bit windy the last couple of days with a little bit of rain at night but you can't complain cuz then you're in bed and smashing miles on my motorcycle throughout the day uh, doesn't hurt in the sunshine either I was gonna ask you that if you've had it out much oh yeah thousand kilometers a day at least oh shit! oh wow wonderful wow well, I was a little rough yesterday I only did about 400 kilometers so Jesus yeah. rest rest the buttocks eh yeah. oh that's no I've got, got to... a I've got a beautiful seat on that Harley man so I can ride 12 hours and get up and still want to do all sorts of things.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I got to get a seat for mine. I actually bought JC's road glide off him and he's oh. been trying to buy it back off me for less than what I paid for it. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I, I got to get out some more as well. And you're doing that. I, you know, I saw on Facebook, you're doing that ride with Hooper thing. So that's, that's awesome getting those guys out there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically patient outreach, uh, mental health check-ins Um, Right now, I am doing it where it's every Wednesday night. Um, Rain or shine, you can bring your car, your bus, your motorcycle, anything you want with wheels. Um, Come out where we raise money for different veteran charities and organizations throughout the Alberta area. Um, Tonight's ride actually happens to be uh, in support of the Veteran Food Bank Association Association. Um, we've actually got a satellite location coming up to Edmonton from the Calgary. And uh, so, yeah, we're we're out raising money for that. Uh, I've also introduced the cannabis industry to uh, my ride nights, my cruise nights. Um, I've got licensed producers that are going to be coming out and working with me at least once a week. Oh, um, some of them are fighting to come out. More than one company out on a week time too to throw swag at people that are going to come out and donate to veteran charities and stuff like that too. So it makes it really nice. Oh wow,
0: that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we'll talk a bit more about that as the show goes on, but you know, let's get down to it, Bryce. Uh, who is who is aka Mr. Hooper? Let our audience know for the listeners who don't know you.
2: Oh, I've been around for a while in the veteran community. Um, I retired in 2013 from 11 years six months and 18 days in the military but nobody really counts Uh, I've done a couple tours like you had said uh, overseas Uh, and then I found myself um, I became a stat first of all I lost my marriage and blah, blah 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 and all that kind of jazz found myself on the streets and found myself into mental health problems and that kind of jazz and then uh With uh, another veteran uh, from the Ontario area, actually, Chris Dupuis, Uh, we started uh, Military Minds, which is a post-traumatic stress awareness and OSI awareness program, which has just kind of jumped globally. Um, From there, I was the online peer support coordinator, I guess you could say, without having a title. I was the guy that was chatting to everybody um, online when they were coming in and having a hard time. Uh, between myself and Chris and a couple other guys that were brought on over the last couple of years, it's now turned into a full not-for-profit, um, and they also have the Rolling Barrage, which is mm-hmm. part of the Military Minds platform now as too, which is uh, a motorcycle ride from east to west, promoting, um, bringing awareness to OSI and post-traumatic stress and raising money for different veteran organizations as well. Do they do that every year, the Rolling yep. Barrage? Yep. Do it. Are they yeah, doing it this even, year the yeah they're even well so far they're still planning to do it this year um, they've got yeah they've got big sponsors again like Indian is stepping up right and they've they've got rumors of uh of, of motorcycle giveaways and all that kind of jazz too so
0: I did I did it last year actually it was uh, I jumped in with Scott there I met him up in vars just outside of Ottawa and then we drove all the way up to uh, Petawawa there so uh, right. uh yeah it was fun it's definitely uh if it's going this year, I'm I'm going to try to do some more longer longer trips with it for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I
2: usually jump in. I ride out from uh, my area, Edmonton, all the way out to Winnipeg usually, and I meet them out there and then ride back to Alberta with them. Yeah. Because I like to see the growth, right? I mean, it started with two of us on a Facebook page that now has, I don't know, Hundred and fifty thousand followers or something like that, and and at one point it was just six of us that were sitting, you know, sitting on our phones, helping people all over the world because if we were doing the same things inside of our head, and having trouble, right?
0: Yeah, and you know, it's it's common. <clears throat> one of the biggest things is, you know, sometimes just getting getting a beer or, or or having a having a smoke with your buddy is a lot more effective than trying to go see a mental health doctor once a week or twice a week, right? Totally. Just just getting that break that that. A difference, right? your you know, support. Yeah, peer support. It's huge. It's yeah. huge for sure. Um, you know, uh, that, that's awesome, man. Like, you know, th- there's a lot of riding going on. And just, just you know, let's talk about the um, the food bank, the, the charity stuff you're doing now with that. Because, uh, you know, we just talked about it before the show. I think it's really worth mentioning right now.
2: Oh, I appreciate that, man. Um, I'm brand new onto the team uh, with the Veteran Association Food Bank. Uh, started out in Calgary. Um, As everybody knows, the Calgary Legion issues in the past. um, It then spread itself into a not-for-profit, and it's set up now where um, it's literally helping veterans with um, any of your VAC paperwork that's needed. It's not just a food bank, right? So if you want to go there and hang out because you're having a crap time in your head or or your your house space isn't good, Mm -hmm. they've also got space. In the Calgary location for you to just go and hang out volunteer your time um, and so as soon as I went down there I was invited down by Mike Rood um, to go and participate in in one of the programs and uh, as soon as I saw it and the uh, small house or the tiny home program that they have attached to the Veterans Association Food Bank I, I had to bring it up here and because yeah. there's nothing here I mean they, they do have Several legion funds and a and a separate poppy fund in Edmonton, but just like anybody else knows that when you go to the poppy fund, if you're a regular typical veteran, they want to look at your they want to look at your financial situation. And most of us make more than enough money to be able to sort ourselves out. But as we all know, we can get ourselves into some trouble. Yeah, and that money might go into the bank account, but two days later, <laughs> there's nothing left. Yeah, really? Well, it's, it's
0: it's it's the crazy brain. It's that voice in your head that's saying, "Hey, go spend it, go spend it, go spend yeah. it." Yeah.
2: Oh, completely, man. Right? Or there's just other crap that in life comes up, right? Mm-hmm. Child support, mortgages, vehicle payments, emergencies, that kind of stuff. So, with that being said, I noticed that there was a little bit of a, a need in the Edmonton area, and uh, we're just going to put a spin on it because that's what Mister Hooper does: is kind of three M's everything, takes it, makes it better. And uh, we're just going to put a twist on it where it's always, it's always going to be the veteran food bank, but there's always going to be more stuff into it as well too, right? We're looking for a satellite location right now, uh, so that way we can we can just start putting out those veteran appreciation events, get people out, and we already threw one uh, with uh, Edmonton Harley, okay. and we had, we had yep. seventy five uh, veteran. Uh, appreciation bags handed out and 75 veterans that were nominated in the area. So it's always a big start. Calgary had a hundred the last time that we did an event. So there's always that big one where we could always get more veterans in the area. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not yeah. that it's not that they, a veteran needs it. That's the big one, right? This is, this is something where you can take the appreciation bag where it's got snacks and five to seven meals that are prepared for you. And then you can take your money that you were going to spend on food and snacks and everything else. And you can actually put it towards something that you need, right? Or something yeah, as a veteran right. is something that you want. Buy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, that's laughs> right. that motorcycle part because the, the the food bank wants to be able to help you, wants to be able to give you that kind of stuff. And it's not like, it's not a handout. It's not a yeah. handout either. It's one of those things where it's, you did your time and now this association is there put in place to help people that have already put their time in. So why not accept
0: the help, right? And, you know, you said it perfect, Bryce. Like a lot of people don't realize, you know, they think PTSD or they think physical injury. And they sort of just focus on those two things. But you said it perfect. You know, there's a lot of outcomes that happened because you're injured. You know, all of a sudden your marriages are breaking down. There's communication issues. You know, you, you, you spend more money than you have to oh, yeah. for, for 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 vices to help you get through certain things, right? So, yeah. addiction, uh, you know, warming, yeah. health
2: problems, yeah.
0: exactly, right. So it's it, it is it's a needed thing because just a little bit of good goes a long way, right? And uh, yeah. and then the person that's affected positively spreads the word, and and yeah. You know, we've served together we help each other during service we have to keep doing it right it gives us our purpose so it's awesome stuff um you know Bryce like life during and after the military sounds like you've you know you, you you touched on a little bit what you had to go through when you were leaving the military and then the good things you're doing but you know let's talk a little deeper about that you know life during and after the military how would you say your transition's gone and and maybe give some help, uh, some words to help people listening.
1: Let's uh, actually ask: uh, When did you get in? When did you get out? I know it was eleven and a half years, but what what's yeah. the window? When
2: when did you join? So I joined. I, I actually I really like telling this story because um, there's not a lot of people that I've I've told it to, but it's a very significant date that a lot of people might not recognize right off the bat. But September tenth, two thousand one is when I was doing my paperwork at the recruiting center in Kelowna. Wow. I was an Okanagan kid. My dad was posted there as an RCMP uh, my last couple years in high school, and I found after working in a grocery store uh, from graduation in 2000 until 2001 that uh, the military was my calling. So I drove 45 minutes from Summerland to Kelowna, to go to the recruiting center and talk with the the fine people there, the uh, the navy the navy captain or the navy I don't know what the hell he was, um, signed me up for MSC op, Said uh, I was going to go back home and I was going to get a phone call the following day to make sure everything's confirmed. And just like everybody else, on the following day, I woke up and went to work. Uh, it was about eight o'clock in the morning when. My boss pulled me in at the grocery store and asked me if I was serious about still joining the military and uh, And that's when everything over the news happened. September eleventh became of of what we know of now, and uh, I was shipped off to basic training January of the following year. Hmm. so. That is significant. That's yeah. quite the date. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. The recruiting office called me and, and made sure that I was still pretty solid about uh, wanting to join. And of course, at that point, your your heart's pumping and your blood's flowing and you're like, I want to be a real Canadian. I want to get these people back. of you deal, know, right? Um, yeah. At 2002, January is when I did my basic uh, Saint-Jean-Québec, like the best of us. <laughs> Um, and then from there, I was sent to uh, Borden because, as an MSC up, I go to the the School of Excellence in, in yeah. Borden. So <laughs> I did my trades training too. Yep. Yep. And I spent my three months, three and a half months there. Um, and then from there, my first posting was to one service battalion in Edmonton, and I did some field training and field ops and all that kind of jazz. I was only posted there for about two and a half years and then I uh, chased my now ex-wife to Winnipeg. (laughs) Uh, I got a posting there. Uh, We were able to have a couple beautiful children together and I was able to deploy um, from all of all of uh, my deployments came out of Winnipeg as well too. So first one was to Bosnia in 2004. Uh, I was a refueling operator with 408 Squadron, as well as turned into a VIP driver and all that kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, 2006 was Camp Mirage, or the infamous Dubai. Um, that cold was, there, right? Yeah, super, yeah <laughs> stupid cold there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, on, right on the runway, no pictures allowed at the time, but I mean, now you can also google maps and it'll it'll bring up exactly where it is too um yeah i did my i think it was seven months there seven or eight months there and then uh and then my last tour uh would have been task force 308 into afghanistan with uh mike company rcrs um of course i was just part of nsc but drove drove and was extended throughout my tour there um Quebec wasn't able to bring in their boys on time. So, of course, we were pushed to the right and then extended into 2009. And then uh, we were brought home um, February, March time frame. And I I was in a psych ward by November of that same year. (laughs) That's how much of a, yeah, at the same time, but rewinding a little bit. um, Three days home from my Kandahar tour, And they promoted me to my last rank of Master Corporal. Um, And then, of course, all of that stress and everything kind of added into the return home. Uh, I already knew that I had something going on um, inside my head because I was having nightmares and anger issues and that kind of jazz uh, coming back from uh, my second tour. Um, But didn't really clue into anything. And then, of course, my last one is what kind of pushed it all to the side and and created the statistics. So, But, yeah, from 2013.
0: You you were medically released? uh...
2: Yeah, I was medically released, 3-Bead. Yeah, taken out by Colonel Blay and the JPSU unit. Um, They put an administration review and tried to take my Mass Corporal rank away. Uh, I wasn't able to finish my JLC or any of that kind of jazz either because of yeah the stuff going on. So they they tried to take that away from me. Um, at the end of it, I was able to keep my rank and get released. Uh, yeah, from Winnipeg, they sent me to the JPSU in Edmonton, and that's where I did my final release. That's also where I became the statistic of a typical military guy, divorce, yeah. custody issues, blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh, at the same time, that also started my, my recovery for health too, right? I mean, if I didn't have to look after just myself and nobody else, I'm pretty sure I'd be dead or in jail too. Because that, everybody that gets out has that same kind of path where either you're going dark and you're hanging out with the wrong people and you're doing the wrong things and your addictions become a giant thing and drugs become a big factor into it. And it's, it's no different. I was riding motorcycles with the wrong people and doing the wrong kind of drugs. And I'm, not that there is a good kind of drugs either, but, uh, and then, yeah. And then all of a sudden woke up one day and I was homeless. Wow. It was, um, yeah, I, I had no access to my kids because of the drugs that were going on. Uh, my family that were in the Edmonton area basically were pushing me aside because of, I I knew, they they knew that I was doing, and it was open too, right? I mean, I just didn't care anymore. Um, Yeah, and then places like Canpraxis, the program for uh, mental health and equine therapy with your couple. Steve
0: Steve Crickley, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, And he does it in Ontario as well as Alberta. Mm -hmm. Uh, Programs like that, and then uh, Vets Canada is another big one that really helped me get back onto my feet. Um, so yeah, I mean, they they were able to get me into a place, pay for, pay for the first month, get my benefits sorted out. I was able to finalize my divorce and custody and that kind of jazz. Um, and then from there I was able just to formalize a little bit of a, a recovery program. And then, you know, fast forwarding now it's, I'm, I'm able to help others that are that are going through that same transition now but now there's actually steps that we can throw at people and uh, and even if they were to fall down the steps they're not falling through cracks to disappear that's the mm-hmm. big one right because a lot of us just disappeared through the cracks and you know 5 10 15 years later we get we get found but it also comes with that 5 to 10 15 years of Tax is not being done. Your benefits yeah. are on a whack. Mm-hmm. Your mental health is so messed up that there's absolutely nothing that can be done. Um, and then it just takes years to transition back into life, right? So it's... And like you I, said,
0: it, usually there's some addictions associated with it, <clears throat> some vices yeah. to, to numb you through that pain, right? So, oh, 100%. Yeah.
2: So do you
1: find, a, do you, find uh, um, you know, helping others is a good recovery tool for you?
2: Yes. Yeah. And it always has been. I didn't realize it at first. Um but I find it's it's become kind of a calling mm-hmm. um, where I find if my hands aren't busy helping others i don't I don't actually look after myself either yeah. right I mean yes, there's times where I have to separate myself and I have to you know I'm an introvert by by who I am, right so there's times where I need people, but there's there's times where I need more just myself mm-hmm. but I find that if I don't keep my hands busy helping others or creating other programs to help others um, that I just get right into my head. And then of course, all of that stuff starts to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's so, it takes over so quickly too. Eh? Um, You know, right. So, you know, <clears throat> you found cannabis, medical cannabis. Uh Tell us that story, you know, how, how you started, how, how it's helped, you know, and what it's a big part of your life now, right. On, on many fronts.
2: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Medical cannabis gave my life back. Um, as I, 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 had an interview with, um, Tanner Stewart from Stewart farms, which is a, a licensed producer of cannabis. And it's, it's like a two hour podcast on there on, on either Tanner Stewart's or Stewart farms, uh, YouTube. Um, but it kind of explains how, uh, my journey with medical cannabis. Um, I actually found it on a veteran program, well, the, the Can Practice program. Um, not that it has anything to do with it, um, but the one night um, I had, I had gone to all the rehabs and I had got myself straight and I wasn't drinking and I wasn't smoking and I was just trying to be Bryce Hooper with no medication and to control my vices and all that kind of jazz. Um, and so I was sitting around the fire one night with the Can Practice folks and. Uh, there was a veteran from Newfoundland that was sitting across from me and he could just tell that I was, I was struggling. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to just strong face it, right? I wasn't drinking. There was people around me that were drinking and it was fine, right? I had just gotten out of rehab. I was completely clean. I was sober a hundred percent, right? I was taking an antidepressant at the time that was, it wasn't doing it. It was helping with pain kind of deal, making me drowsy at night um, and just kind of strong facing it. And so he, he kind of handed me this joint and was just kind of like, You you need to try this because you're a you're gonna you're that the face you're making hurts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we, we, we could pick that out, right? Like we we'll cut and that's great that veterans will call you on shit if they think that you're not in a good place.
2: Oh, 100 percent Yeah. But- yeah. And that's what and and it just led to a conversation because I mean at the same time. Um, the facilitator of the program, Steve Critchley, he's also uh, a warrant officer retired, right? So he he also can see troops aren't good. Troops shouldn't be messing around with this or that. And he also knew me from uh, phase one of the program. Is actually where my my ex wife didn't show up. <laughs> There's oh, a wow. portion of it where uh, the wives come out of the classroom and kind of walk to the area where the veterans are hanging out and uh, Steve had um, Steve had the awesome privilege of coming out and tapping me on the shoulder and just telling me that my my spouse at the time didn't make the trip up and that the relationship had crumbled and et cetera. Et cetera right so anyways fast forwarding to that evening um, I had taken the joint and with a little bit of education um, basically they I was just explained that I was going to have an amazing sleep and like halfway through the joint um, I had gotten up and went to the bunk that I had been assigned to. And like 15 hours later, (laughs) I woke up and uh, realized that that is something that I needed in my life. And it wasn't just a vice or a crutch or something that it was actually Mm -hmm. something that was healing. It was, it was a medicine that was actually going to do something. Um, And so from there in 2014, when I found, Medical cannabis as a viable option. Um, I came back to the Edmonton area and I started to search, and unfortunately, there was there was nothing. And if there was something in the area, none of the doctors wanted to work with a veteran who had just gotten out of rehab with with problems, right? Yeah. And prescribed medical cannabis at the time was impossible. So I, I was doing some research. And, uh, there was a clinic in Calgary at the time that was accepting new patients. Um, but it was per price tag, right? Like the old fashioned days Mm -hmm. where you pay for access. So, um, I scraped up some money and actually the same guy who, uh, passed me the joint, um, passed me like $200 worth of gas money and just told me to go down to Calgary and fucking do it. Pardon my language. Um, But um, yeah, and then went down there, paid my $200 administration fee, paid for the $200 uh, doctor's fee, and I started at 0.5 of a gram with this doc. And every three months, I had to drive back down um, until the snow flew. (laughs) And that was also his big stipulation, was every time time that I went down, um, he had to make sure that I wasn't... I was, I was pissing into a bottle that I wasn't using anything else too. Right. And he also, the doctor at the time brought me up to 2.5 grams a day. And then when I told him that I was making capsules because I didn't want to smoke it anymore, he took my script back down to 0. 0.5 and cut me down because he said he didn't, he didn't want me to become a scientist. Oh my <laughs> oh, man, God. Man, so man. did you have me- to pay for each appointment by the way,
1: or just, Oh person? yes.
2: Yeah it, was, oh, yeah, it was an administration fee um, that we had to pay the secretary and the doctor, and it was cash only. Oh, mm. right. We, okay. You know very well how this, right? And uh, yeah, this this doc is still operating in the Calgary area, unfortunately. But uh, thank you for thank you for starting me out. Um, okay. He gave me the basics. Um, his one of his educators um, actually pointed me in the direction of. Uh, of one of the LPs that kind of helped me out at the start, um, got me... Uh, well, Af- Afria was one of the very first ones that kind of started me out, explained to me how to how to get VAC coverage on that kind of aspect too. Um, and then I just came back to the Edmonton area and had to um, bring the service here and had to figure out how to do that uh, for other veterans who didn't have to travel to BC or down to Calgary, that kind of jazz. So I then took it upon myself... Um, to kind of scour the internet and figure out what was going on and, and who was doing what in the world uh, and found the very first organization that everybody worked with, that three-letter word that everybody loves so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you and I both have history there, right? So Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, everybody
2: kind of started out there too, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. We all, we all started to build that brand, and everybody kind of learned their – dipped their toes in the medical world, and we were able to give back quite a bit. And that mm-hmm. brand brought a lot of healing to the veteran platform, um, brought a lot of other stuff, in my opinion. However, learning a curve, learning experiences, brings us to where we are now, right? So with the veterans that were able to – like there was three or four other veterans that were already trying to push the platform to come to Edmonton. So I just jumped on that boat and uh, pushed as hard as I could. And, and 5,000 patients later, we were able to build one of the biggest clinics in yeah. in Canada. And, uh, and from there, my education platform came out. Um, the startings of Mr. Hooper came out from there because I actually turned my passion of uh, peer support and my knowledge from military minds into uh, a weekly peer program with um, the MFT platform that brought veterans out. Um, We started doing benefits, uh, VAC benefit discussions. Uh, We talked about medical cannabis. We talked about different companies that were coming in. Um, And that's kind of spawned the the Mister Hooper platform now, um, couple clinic platforms later, I've helped bring more veterans into the medical side of the world, and then uh, the, yeah, Mister Hooper now is uh, is its own entity basically. So,
0: yeah, no, and and you. you... I remember those days and really at the end, you know, it was, it was the place to go and thank, and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful every day that it did start MFT and, and helped a lot of people because it got us all on, on, on a better path when it comes yeah. to medicine. Right. And, and so I'm thankful cool. for that. And it's, it's uh you know, the industry's changing and, and, but there's still a lot of veterans out there, like you said, that need help. Right. And a lot yeah. of it has to do with the medical, uh, the veteran affairs. It's just it's 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 complicated at times, and and they Absolutely. need help to get through it, right? And yeah. uh, so you know, like you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannabis, you're Mister Hooper, and then and then you're the co co creator and and uh, and brand guy for the Herb Clinics. Let's hear about the Herb Clinics because it's pretty it's pretty exciting.
2: Yeah. So the Herb Clinics came about um, my brothers and their business partners. Uh, just after I had left MFT, um, they were wanting to go into, they wanted to enter the business regardless. Um, but their, their initial platform wants, mm-hmm. and st- still is to this day, is they want to get into the recreational side of things. A, because they're all recreational users as well as medical users, but that was their, that was their want from, from the start point. Um, but sitting down with them and educating them a little bit on the medical platform and how we can help people, um, basically just jumped into it that, and, and it started out as a recreational brand, um, that had a doctor that was helping people, uh, turn into medical side of things. Uh, once we were able to get some licensed producers to agree that we weren't just another medical clinic, um, and it, it kind of helped that I had that medical history as well, where I was already in talks with a lot of those licensed mm-hmm. producers and a lot of the reps already know already knew my name and, and the the the, uh, the involvement that I had in the in the organizations. Um, and from there it's been one hell of a ride for the last three years. We've we've been able to accomplish a full medical program. With uh, education that's come across, physicians that are on board, nurse practitioners, uh, physical locations that are all over the place now. So,
0: I, you know, Bryce, I would like to I, I want to, you know, we have like uh, best cannabis stories, but I want to talk about more collaboration, veterans, and yeah, hundred percent, man. Think,
2: yeah. yeah, I think I think the biggest one is it, nowadays. Now that there's teams out there, now that there's a, like viable businesses that veterans have started to be able to help everybody else. I What I've been preaching from the start, right from the MFT days, is that we need less teams for more wins. We we need to remember that we all served in the big green machine, and it doesn't matter what platform, what brand, what whoever the hell you are. We have to put that kind of stuff aside, and we have to actually just focus on helping the veterans. I mean, it, Canada is big enough that we could have 15 different vet clinics and we could all attack the whole country and make a killing if we wanted to. But if there's already three or four of us that are already set up, branded and work well, why can't we take over the whole thing together? Right. But at the same time, do it where everybody is being taken care of. Everybody is being looked after. There you go. Yeah. That that's
1: that's the that's the key right there is you know, no matter how many there are, as long as they're taking care of the vets, that's that's the, yeah. the big picture, right? That's the big picture. And with integrity, like they got the the, the 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 right uh you know focus and it's not all about the money in this case. So yeah, I love this. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, and you know, when we serve in the military, if I'm in Petawawa and then I go to Edmonton, I'm going to go see the medical facility there. And it's going to be similar yeah. to what I'm used to in Petawawa. So if you know, if, it, if it's, if there's a mutual understanding amongst veteran organizations, especially clinics, you know, so that the experience is similar, it, you know, it's not a slight against one individual or another, it's it's people working together to make sure yeah. we're all taken care of, right? I'm, I, you know, look, the bottom line is, is I'll have my fall down day just like you would or JC or anybody. But and if I know that I can say, "Hey Bryce, I'm just having a fall down day," and not worry about all this other stuff that that keeps us apart, my fall day, my fall yeah. down day is going to be one day because you know. But if I if I have that negative there, I'm like, "Oh, I can't talk to him. You can't talk to that. You can't talk." Then yeah. that fall day, lasts well, all of a sudden
2: longer. you go to reach out to a buddy, and you pick up your phone and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I can't call him because he's he's." he's spartan wellness now and oh i can't call him because he's the herb clinic friend like oh well that's yeah. just what that is what is that is doing is creating a broken system like what has already existed and it's separating us even more yeah yeah we're Separation, we're creating exactly. that color boundary which we don't need anymore <laughs> that's the big one right? we were all green we all bleed red anyways so why not just go green and <laughs> blood red at the same time right
0: what does robin williams say oh he fitted the trees <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean um yeah exactly you know and and collaboration is key uh helping veterans out and you know i know i know when when we we were first both starting out we sort of helped each other a little bit as we got going and 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 you know we're it's 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 good it's nice it's a good feeling to to see other veterans succeed and and we all yeah. succeed together right and that's what we did on the battlefield right our our accomplishments were done together not apart right you know we weren't arguing about his combat boots are different than ours so i can't support him no when we needed artillery they were fucking throwing that shit down pretty quick and it didn't matter where it was coming from right uh so bryce you probably got we we we've all got probably great (laughs) cannabis stories right give us one of your best cannabis stories oh
2: man okay
1: um whether it's a feel-good story or a shit show, that happens, <laughs> it's okay.
2: We don't we don't cast judgment here because I was going to say. Go my ahead. very go first ahead. experience with, um, I actually got a nickname of Kit Bomb. <laughs> so we'll go back to uh, the very first night that uh, I was hanging out around the campfire with the Can Praxis guys, right? Um so I I have a couple of tokes around the fire and I am 100% sober at that time. I have a little bit of an antidepressant in my body. And I'm I'm I can't be certain but I'm pretty sure it was like a pink kush variety. So it it was heavy and high, right? It was a good bedtime. It 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 shut me down pretty nice. Um went into the cabin What I didn't realize, though, was because I was so (laughs) – my very first time, I was probably in the moon somewhere. (laughs) I went through my kit bag. I went through my buddy Jim's kit bag, and I went through another person's bag that was in the cabin, and I spread their shit everywhere. I don't know what I was looking for. I I honestly – I still, to this (laughs) day, talk to Jim Stewart in BC, and he still calls me Kit Bomb because when they woke up the next morning – I was in my bed, but I had everybody's bags around me, and my bag was just dumped on the ground. I, I don't know what I was looking for, but the, was, you know what I was looking for? A snack. That's probably exactly what I was looking for, man. Yeah, Somebody that, had to have a chocolate bar or something. But, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Like something, chance, yeah, like kit bomb galore, man. Yeah, now... Everybody that I talked to uh, that was on that Can Praxis program, that's the, usually the first thing that comes out of their brain is the, how's the kick bomb doing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: we all got great stories.
1: Can you give a plug to uh, Mr. Hooper? How do we get in contact? Uh, do you have a website, Facebook? So, I, yeah, all
2: social media platforms uh, Facebook, Instagram, it's Mr. Hooper Inc. Um, I have an email address, Mr. Hooper Inc. at email.com. If you want to write an email and collaborate with me, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff is Mr. Hooper Inc. Um, as well as um, I've got my personal one that is Bryce Hooper or uh, Instagram, it's Bearded Hooper. Um, but yeah, I'm. Are, are you no, TikToking? That is, that is one that I have not touched yet. Um, I keep watching everybody's videos, but I, I don't, Mike. See, I've got teenage kids, right? I've got a 16, 14, and 13 year old who they've, they've threatened me to stay off of TikTok because that is their genre.
0: Okay. I'm not the only one yeah. then because I went yeah. through it too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, but you're know. actually on there. Are you not Ria? Well, no. I,
0: I, I, did do a TikTok, and and uh, I've done about maybe six, seven videos. I did a couple when I was down at magical butter there in Tampa, but uh, uh, you know, I came out of the office one time and I, these two guys were washing the windows on the, the Tweed tower. Right. So I, I filmed it and, put it up next thing you know i had seventy thousand views i had all these i had hundreds of people liking me and i'm like i still don't understand the tiktok platform so i went home to talk to my kids and they they didn't give me any information advice on what to do they said dad you can't be on it you're too old this is get off you're embarrassing us and i'm like well no but i heard it's the next big thing like no you're too old get off so i i've since then just backed (laughs) right off a bit that's all but yeah yeah it's but it's fun it's you get some pretty cool stuff on there right and uh and uh it's a fun platform for sure for the kids and everybody hey listen covid cannabis uh there's been some research going on chio's doing something we've been throwing out a little uh survey they're doing uh you know none of us are are medical professionals so we can't really say it cures covid but uh i like a lot what i'm reading and seeing uh what's your what's your i've seen a lot
2: of uh like the publications that are coming out scientifically wise um there's that academy in calgary and then there was one in the states that have published a couple things on uh cbd helping um yeah. but then of course i've also seen the literature where it also helped. it also says that uh thc is helping quite a bit too so it's it, it's pretty promising especially yeah. when it's a natural based plant medicine that uh, That is helping everybody with quite a bit of everything else and it's just a nice check in the box to say that it'll help with it'll help with the covid big air quotes at that point too right
0: well definitely mental health right uh you know get you know use some cannabis just get into that relaxed state get a little present relax you know that that in itself is just you know helps with the whole situation we're in and everything right so yeah there's some great stuff out of israel as well that's shown that cbd can help and and it's it's helps with the the anti-inflammatory and and what COVID does and especially in the in the respiratory tract and stuff and thc we know from past is actually very effective in the lungs and, and so forth to help clear up the, uh, well, JC, you can, you're the medical guy, so you can give us those kinds of terminology, but uh, THC, I'm not surprised THC is effective as well, that it's showing that it can be effective as well. Um, Bryce, it's awesome to have you on the show. Yeah. Uh, we got to do this again to, to do more because I and you do so much good in the community and it's about respect and giving back and, and, you know, I think there's so much more we can talk about. Uh, and we're definitely going to try to do oh, another show. 100%,
2: man. Yeah, this, this was a lot of fun. This was a blast.
0: Now, one thing we do on the show is we say, you know, uh, who would you say is your superhero? And, of course, you when you first start something, you're thinking we're all just going to talk about Spider-Man and this and that. But we've had some pretty good stuff come out, you know, parents, kids, all that stuff. So I'm going to ask you that question, Bryce, you know. Who, who, who would you say is your superhero hmm. if you were going to look at it in a Marvel sense or if you're looking at, just yeah, I'm going
2: to get deep and, and a little bit personal here. Uh, I've, I've watched, uh, I've watched my dad battle quite a bit of his, uh, sorry, I'm going to get choked up here cause I'm so fucking proud of him. Um, That's okay, man. Good. My dad's a 25 year RCMP veteran and, uh, had to go to war every day when he went to work, and uh, the last couple of years watching him heal and get back to a person that is actually loving and giving back and is gentle with my mom again, um, he is by far my superhero. Because if if anybody <clears throat> sorry if anybody can heal the way that that man has healed with his pain. With his physical injuries, and to get back to a normal, it uh, it shows that just about anybody can. I mean i've I've seen mm-hmm. i've seen people i've seen people go from the brink of death, stage four, lymphoma, cancer, gray in the skin, you know, basically in a wheelchair, dead to the point where these patients are coming back to life because of cannabis, because of what they're giving. Um, and to watch my dad, who was so opposed to cannabis as a medicine, I mean, he was an RCMP member who used to go into people's houses and cut down these plants. And he was allergic to it. And he used to come back to the house with, like, blisters, and his his neck was just, just beat to shit because of all the allergic reactions to it. But now that he takes the oils, he sleeps at night, He's not yelling he doesn't he doesn't drink as much as right he's not medicating with the with the liquid shit anymore it's it's actually amazing Mm -hmm. to see he's doing a lot of amazing things and he's also helping a lot of his rcmp friends and family and brothers and sisters heal again because of the plant medicine as well too he's become a giant advocate in that world as well that's amazing
0: that's, 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 yeah. And, and rightfully so, man, that's awesome. And it's great to hear that he's doing better and he, and, and he's, he's showed leading, you know, leading by example, right? That's a lot, what a lot of us military RCMP first responders, we yeah. do is we lead by example and it's fantastic to hear that your father's doing that. And, and, and that's good for you too, right, Bryce? Cause that shows that you can get there yeah, as well. Totally, and yeah. You are right. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, that, that actually, that, that, that makes me, it gives me a little bit extra spit to say I'm going to yeah. get through my stuff too when it when it when it starts falling on me too right. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like I said, Bryce, we'd love to have you back on. You know, it's there's yeah, never totally. enough time on these podcasts. We we can't do that Joe yeah. Rogan three yeah. hour thing, yeah. but because. Uh, uh, I think JC would be yeah. me if I be on a podcast with your arm.
1: <laughs> I would definitely. <laughs> and you would hear about it during the podcast. Yeah. There'd be a lot of editing yeah. going on, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. But listen, you know, this is awesome, Bryce. Uh, I'm really looking forward to getting this episode out. And 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 I like I said, we, we definitely need to work together more. Like you said, the veteran communities coming together. Uh, put the egos back, you know, put them in check. We all wore green. We all wore tan. We all wore something, but it was the same at some time. And we all made sure we stayed safe and lived. And it's yep, time to less keep doing that. let more now, win, right? And uh, I, re- yeah, yeah, yep. exactly, exactly. Right. No, we appreciate this, Bryce. Hey, JC, you want to do a message from the heart real quick?
1: Yeah, I got a, I got a short one. I got. Uh, we already talked about this, uh, you know, twenty minutes ago. Uh, we're at our best when we take care of each other. So let's do that. Love one another and wash your hands. Fair enough. And
0: we're, wear a mask yeah. when you go to Costco
1: because that's important. Or, or anywhere, yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's everybody! Nice. Spartan hours here. We're we're signing off, uh, aka Mr. Hooper, Bryce Hooper. Uh, so proud to have you on the show. Check it out. Uh, you heard his handles when you go and listen to the script. There, you can see all the the contact points for the herb clinics and as well as Mr. Hooper. Uh, Great show, everybody. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Everybody listening. We're going to be back uh, with another podcast, obviously. But uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. All my best. Much love to everybody in the world today. Everybody, let's deal with things with love, okay? With love, the violence, all that stuff stops. We love each other. We're all humans. Let's work and support each other. Thank you very much for listening in. Spartan Hour's out. Bye-bye.